0: Grieve, love, heal. You can't do them alone. We all lose people we love, so let's talk about it. I'm Angela Melvin. My mother died when I was 10 years old, and that's why I started Valerie's House. It's a safe place in Southwest Florida for children who've lost someone they love. Join us as we explore how to grieve, love, and heal together. Thanks for listening to the Grieve, Love, Heal podcast. I'm April Riley. We're just coming off of Breast Cancer Awareness Month. This is one month out of the year where we see people calling attention to a disease that has stolen so many lives. As a grief organization, we feel it's our duty to continue that conversation. So we want to share the impact cancer has on a family, even years after it's claimed the life of their loved one.
1: The doctor was saying you can do reconstruction or you can do a mastectomy or you can do a dual mastectomy and jill says well i'll just do a dual mastectomy and make sure that it's all gone so everything should be should be fine
0: scott lost his wife two years ago to breast cancer he's now raising his daughters megan and sydney without their mother i sat down with them as a family to talk about what they remember about their mother's battle with breast cancer Let's start with Megan. How old are you, Megan?
2: Um, I'm 12 years old. I'm almost 13. I turned 13 in December.
0: What about Sydney? How old are you, Sydney? I'm 9 years old, turning 10 in March. How long have you been coming to Valerie's house? I think a year and a half. Megan, maybe you could tell me a little bit more about why you started coming to Valerie's house. My
2: mom's death was really hard on us, and we heard about this. And ever since we've been coming here, and I think it was a really great step for us to take in um our grief. Yeah.
0: When did your mom pass away?
1: She died... January, January, 2018.
2: Yeah, January, 2018.
0: What was her name?
2: Um, Her name was Jill.
0: At Valerie's house, we talk a lot about memories of the special person that we've lost. Sydney, can you tell me some of the things that you like to do with your mom? I like to
3: do art and go to our school since she was an art teacher there. And like maybe um go to like special events and go since she used to be in the PTA at my school and like, when she did the book fair, I could go and maybe skip class or something and, like, be with her. Oh, yeah, we we have a garden. make garden together. Um, Mom would take us to a lot of, like, festivals.
2: Um, and she would take us to, like, parks and stuff. And also we'd go to Sanibel because she grew up on Sanibel.
0: When Jill was first diagnosed with breast cancer, she and her husband, Scott, turned to doctors at Moffitt, a cancer treatment center in Tampa. As with any diagnosis, doctors presented her with options. She chose to undergo a double mastectomy coupled with chemotherapy. The family believed then everything was going to be fine. But seeing the toll cancer took on their mom took a toll on the girls.
2: I was scared because she wasn't as strong as she used to be. And she was more worried about herself and her image because breast cancer had taken away her hair and a lot of stuff that she had loved about life like teaching was like her passion and she loved teaching and it took away like all the things that she loved and it was hard for her and it was hard for me to see her so unhappy because she was... Cause she was some, she was such a like prominent figure in my life
3: and our family's life. Well, there's like one time when actually she said, her "Can't, her tell might be going away." There's one time, and I was like crying. And I was really happy.
1: When she was cutting down, she took it upon herself to cut down branches in the. um, in the front yard, and she broke her hip. And uh, when that was investigated, found out that she had bone, bone cancer.
2: It was more secretive than last time. Like, I knew Mom was sick, but I didn't know in what way she was sick, if that makes sense. I remember one Christmas, the fire department came, and gave us presents, and I understood that she's sick, but I really under, understand why. And then they talked about how she had cancer of the bone. I think also she may have had liver cancer, or maybe no, just no, bone. No, it went
1: from it went breast cancer to bone cancer, and then they, had, they found it on her liver, and then it went, and then the brain.
2: Her cancer spread to her brain, and then it was, and I... And i was really surprised because i didn't know and i i mean i was glad that we got gifts but i was also sad because i had found out that it had spread and i was just kind of devastated like at the end when they couldn't heal it she was in hospice at the end and i just remember like being so sad because she couldn't say anything and the doctors were telling us that she could still hear but she couldn't say anything I was just telling her that I loved her and hoping that she could hear because I just it was sad to see her like that
1: I remember her calling my name uh, and this was the night before she passed away and they came and took her to the hospital, and I spoke with the oncologist. He said, "Yeah, we're going to give her meds, and we'll try to, you know, try to try to control things better." And I, and I was thinking, okay, so everything's going to be heading in the right way. Well, the next morning, she passed away.
2: On the day I was in Gifted, which (laughs) at my school you went to Gifted once a week. And I remember that the cheater was outside and she had told me and I started sobbing. And I went back in and I told my friends that my mom died and then I, I went. And I was just so sad and
3: I was sobbing. Because she had passed away and I wasn't there. Some people who were in my family, who were close to me, knew before I knew. Because, like, on Facebook, someone posted it. And this kid just yelled out, when I was talking to him, he yelled, Sydney's mom died, even before I knew. And like, I skipped, like, school the whole day by... Was at school, like I said at my teacher's desk. Everybody was like, What's wrong with Sydney? What's wrong with Sydney? And they were like, Are you okay, Sydney? And a lot of the kids didn't understand it,
2: especially the kids that were Sid's age. And it was hard to tell them because then you'd get like the, you know, like, I'm so, oh, I'm so sorry, I didn't know. And I was kind of mad at them for saying that because I know they're trying to be nice, but I don't want to be that girl whose mom is lost and that sort of finding characteristic. But I want to be known for for who I am, and maybe, yeah, having a deceased mom will always be part of me, but I want to be known for something like my personality or what good I'm doing because of that, because that my mom's dead, than just that I have a dead mom and you should pity
3: my hopes for the future are people, like Megan said, people are not gonna just like judge you of that girl that shot or has anxiety because her mom dies. I want people to like know me for who I am and that's why I shoot for the future. I hope for the future that it's good and that,
2: you know, that this doesn't hinder me, but it's also given me some strength and so you know like in the future i i don't know i hope i can make
0: my mom proud you're listening to the grieve love heal podcast produced by valerie's house be sure to follow us on facebook twitter and instagram so you can be notified when we post a new podcast If you know of a child who's grieving and in need of support, visit our referral page on our website, www.ValeriesHouseSWFL.org.